Welcome everyone. This is our group alignment for the new moon phase in Pisces. It is March 12th and we are really aligning to the grand energy of Sun in Pisces, Moon in Pisces, Venus in Pisces, Neptune in Pisces. They're sort of all piling up on each other and really activating our inner worlds and our desire to connect in love, um, in spirituality, dreams. We're really looking for the emotional watery goodness. And so we're going to connect to the water within our bodies, our water within ourselves. And as we start to get into this meditation, it's important that you allow yourself to feel heavy. You want to feel every ounce of your physical form and you want to feel it weighing you down as we ground, we normally ground into an earth element that will feel incredibly difficult at this point in time, because it's such a watery energy around us. So we're going to ground into earth, but also into the waters, the water within us grounding into the water within the world. So everyone take a cycle of three cleansing breaths and bring attention to your physical form. Wiggle your toes as you're breathing deeply and releasing tension, wiggle your toes, move your ankles, really feel your body sinking into your chair. Take those deep breaths in. And then as you release, release out any tension, any fear, any worry. Let yourself start to relax your breathing. We're going to bring our awareness up through our physical body. You're going to come up through your knees, move your knees, extend your leg, bend it. See how each feels when you move it. We're going to connect a movement. And so we want to take stock before the meditation. And then again, afterwards, just to see how much we can loosen up. And then we're going to bring our attention up to our hips. Again, we want movement. So you want to rock back and forth, side to side, go in a clockwise direction with your pelvis, then counterclockwise. And note any tension and any resistance here. Put your hands on your lower abdomen. We want to feel the root chakra. Feel any energy coming up, feel it, feel it to see if there's tension in your root. We want to connect down, but we want, we really want anything that's bringing us tension. We want to bring it up and out of us, right? We want to release it. When we have this much water, it's easier to release. We can let things be washed clean. We can let that watery element just move through and transmute things. And so we want to be as aware as possible of the energy that's existing in that root chakra. Does it feel stagnant? Does it feel dark? Does it feel overactive? Take a moment here and just feel that root chakra. You may see it as an energy. You may feel it. You may hear a message regarding your root chakra. You feel safe. You're feeling. Every. 
as we move up into the sacral chakra, we're going to do the same thing. We really are going to want to connect this weekend in love, love, beauty, money, the activations of Venus, all teamed up with Neptune, that dreamy, spiritual, intuitive, almost to the point that we can overlook all sorts of things this weekend and really dive into love and explore love. Um, but that sacral chakra, if you've got blocks in there or trauma or stagnant energy, it could cause you to not be able to connect in the way you need in order to really bond. And so we're going to check that sacral chakra and this feels stuck for a lot of people. So on the lower abdomen, apply some eucalyptus and rose. If you have it, I'm doing it here. If you don't. Rose is divine love and eucalyptus carries the frequency of all as well. And so we're really bringing just that divine love and that master um, affirmation all as well into the mix so that we can start to relax into love. Just remembering that the opposite of love is not fear um, or is not hate, it's fear, right? And so anywhere we're holding fear in ourselves, we're blocking love. So we want to shed that all is well in this moment, bring that eucalyptus all the way in. Now take another cycle of three cleansing breaths, because as we're clearing here, there's a lot of emotion and, um, dark energy sort of coming to the surface that we're going to clear. So take another cycle of visualize anything coming up and out of your sacral chakra. Some of the things coming up, I want to share, there's a pain from a resistance to creation. There's a pain from failed creation. There's pain from your creation, the creation of your soul, the creation of your cells. It's in your blueprint. A lot of that coming up. So we're really working to cleanse this. If you're feeling any discomfort in your sacral chakra, any sort of constipation, diarrhea, um, uterine pain, reproductive issues, please. I just want you to put a little bit of pedigree and on guard on that sacral chakra. We're cleansing some heavier energies here. And remember at all times that you can, when you have your hands on that sacral chakra and we're doing a clear like this, we're aligning up to the highest available frequency. And so whenever you find something that feels tense or that feels scary or that feels dark, or you feel blocked from feeling anything, it can show itself that way as well. Just sort of take your hands together and bring a, visualize bringing the tension out of your sacral chakra and just offering it up to the universe to transmute, right? You don't need to try to figure it out in this moment. Take it up and away from you and then release it and know that you will learn the lessons as you go. And the oils there on that were on guard and pedigree. That was a lot. Okay. So now we're moving up to the solar plexus. Again, move your hands up. I'm really wanting you guys to feel it 
We want the hands on the solar plexus, allowing that water in your cells to connect to each other, right? So you want touch to touch. So hands on the solar plexus, feel for the energy there. Feel for the boundaries. Take a deep breath. Take deep breath in and slow your exhale out. I am safe. I am connected. We're going to put eucalyptus on the solar plexus. And if you are feeling tight, there's a lot of tightness, try to force a cough. Take a moment to just force a cough and visualize it coming up through that solar plexus. Use the diaphragm, bring it up and out. Deep breath and then cough. Really let yourself get some movement as we're working up to your heart chakra, your heart chakra knows what's coming. <laughs> so it knows that we're going deep and we want to feel things. And that solar plexus is getting tighter and tighter as we get closer to it. So let yourself move, make movement through here, up and out, up and out of darkness. So take another really deep breath. And then as you exhale, if you feel any tension, cough that tension out. All right, now to the heart chakra. Before we start, we're going to use anchor and eucalyptus right here on the heart chakra if you have it available. And then everyone's gonna get very comfortable. Close their eyes, close your eyes <laughs> and feel the weight of your body as it is now. The lower chakras are all cleared. We're at this heart chakra. Picture yourself sitting in the chair, become aware of your physical form, aware of every ounce of your body. And then on your chest, we are going to visualize a door. And as you visualize the door on your chest, take note of what kind of door it is, what it looks like, how big it is, what kind of handle it has. And then we are going to have our spirit form come up and out of our body and then open the door on our heart chakra and go in. Take some visualization, but we really want to get there. So take a minute here. And if you're having a hard time visualizing, getting into the astral form and going through the door, just visualize it like a movie in your head. And once inside the door, we're going to take note of what the surrounding looks like. Is it a forest? Is it the ocean? Is it darkness? Is it light? We're going to ask a question into the heart chakra, almost like we're shouting over a canyon. What is in here I'm afraid to feel? 
What am I hiding from? What are my thoughts when no one's listening? Spend some time here. We're going to stay for at least five minutes.
Okay, we are going to walk ourselves out of our heart chakra room the exact same way we came in. We're going to turn and shut the door behind us and take any note if the door changed into our heart chakra world. Take note of any color, any differences. Come back into your physical form. Visualize the door going back into your chest. Bring that heart chakra energy out. Let it circle vibrantly. Let the energy come up through your throat chakra. The affirmation, I am listening. I am speaking my truth. I am aware. We honor that throat chakra energy by listening to ourselves, by honoring what comes up without judgment. Bring the energy up into your third eye. Visualize your third eye opening on your forehead. What color, how big. Any last messages to see as we're about to connect our crown chakra. Now open that crown chakra like a flower unfurling on the top of your head and let the universal energy pour down through the crown, activating your spine and then coming into your heart chakra and creating an alchemy where the golden light of the universe, the white light of the universe, however you visualize it, mixes with an energy you just worked with. And that universe bonds with it. Allow your heart to see the universe and let the universe see your heart. Put your left hand over your heart chakra and your right hand over your left hand and breathe into this space as you are activated. If you need a call to go journal, please do so. If not, take a minute or two here before coming back to the call.
Yes, Melissa, it was intense. I felt some of that stomach, <laughs> stomach stuff and a lot of coughing. Yes, still coughing. A lot of gunk and then a lot of goodness. And then once again, I like was in it with you guys. I even though I do these before I do it with you guys to make sure like, you know, I'm like, again, <laughs> what is this? Why is this happening? Um, sorry, Jared. Jared is on the case, Marissa. He's super Capricorn and angry over here. He called the post office. <laughs> He's like all on me about it. When are you done? I'm going to go overnight this. So he's like freaking out. He wants to. <laughs> uh, so that's funny. He must be feeling that clear over there. Night in shining armor. Yes. Yeah, so much coughing. Um, organized rage. Yes. Capricorn. Way intense. Right, Carrie? It was um, everybody make it out. Okay. <laughs> Are we all out of your heart chakra energy? Family years was terrifying. It, mine was the first time I did it. It was scary for me too. It gets dark right in there. Uh, and I recommend meeting your heart chakra like this. You can always visualize that door in a personal med meditation. Um, often you can always text me afterwards. If something feels stuck, that's the only thing about this particular meditation. Um, is that there's a lot of aligning that I was doing while you guys were in there. So like, um, I don't know if some of you felt it. I know Beth felt it. She almost batted my hand away a couple of times. <laughs> she was like, stop touching me. Your spine was like, there was, it was stuck in your spine. And so I kept trying to get this little, it almost felt, I'm sorry, you know, like how you shouldn't have a midwife that loves you. Cause my midwife in Tucson would try to always help me in birth. And I'd be like, leave me alone. It was, yeah, that was, you were there and I saw you and I was like, damn, back up. And you were like, no, you like bellied up. And I was like, oh, bitch. it was stuck in your spine. And it was, it was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like a stage mom. I was like a stage mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hitting your back. Um, yeah, but there was a lot of gunk in stomachs guys. So like, um, Marissa's still coughing. So we, the, you'll feel it too. Like anytime, anytime you can coughing moves so much energy, right? That diaphragm, even just physically on the physical realm, like the diaphragm and deep breathing is responsible for so much lymphatic flow and blood flow. And like, all we know this, but we're not breathing deep enough, but, um, coughing is so good, right? Like really helps move energy. A nap would be good. Heidi, I forget all the time. Do you have a watery moon? You don't know. I forget all, I forget. There's so many people to keep, keep, keep straight, but, um, cause I always feel like you could sink into that kind of energy and just stay there. That's like, maybe your Neptune could even, I wonder where your Neptune is. Um, okay. Oh, and, my moon's, a, my moon's Aquarius. Okay. Well, that makes sense. 
Um, although, are you are you all right? <laughs> the, Aquarian, the Aquarian energy was pretty wild this week. I'm just not gonna. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Last night I was cleaning my office and I found a letter from one of my friends in Tucson that we didn't have like a falling out or anything. We just don't talk as much anymore. And I'm like, oh, but she's just such an Aquarius. Like, and Jared was like, you are so mean. I'm like, no, I love Aquarius as I attract them, but they're so hard for me because I always think they hate me. Right. Beth knows this frequently. I'm like, do you hate me? Like, what is the problem? Why are you, why are you making that face at me? I, they, <laughs> same with Melissa. I'm like, pretty sure she hates me. I don't know. I can never get a feel of an Aquarius. I dated an Aquarius and, um, yeah, like when I, I didn't even break up with him. When I met Jared, I just quit talking to him. And I, apparently he was like really upset about, I didn't even think he liked me. So I just like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, I don't know. Aquarius just feel like they're like, we adore you, Jennifer. Oh, you know when Aquariuses don't like you. you They let you know. Like loud and proud. That is true. That is true. And and it's um yeah, it's super funny. It's just funny energy. But my rising is Aquarius, you know? And so I feel like I come across like an Aquarius, but I'm not. So it's like, yeah, it's hard. So, but did you, did you say what your moon was, Heidi? Did I miss that? You did Aquarius, Aquarius. Yeah. Like my moon's Aquarius. My rising is Pisces. Okay. See, that's what it is. Because I always, whenever we do these deep watery meditations, I always feel like you just sink. You know what I mean? Into it. Like, yeah. (laughs) So that. (laughs) Um, I did ghost in Aquarius. I legitimately didn't think he cared. And he was like mourning for a long time. So it's um, sad. What do you do though? Um, <laughs> that's my Scorpio. That's, you know, the collateral damage of a Scorpio. When I'm All right. Reading- I had a couple crazy things. If you yeah. have any insight, like, um, so the middle, like I, mine was like a, a room that I had to walk around with like a match almost mm-hmm. but in the middle, there was a fucking shark that kept like coming up and bobbing almost like a broken floor. But then I was like, wait, are you a pet? Is this an aquarium? Like, do I keep you? You seem aggressive. What is that? So <clears throat> some people will interpret it differently. I always see sharks when I, um, I'm going to preface this to say I have in my birth chart placements where I'm like always thinking about business, right? It's a, it's not a problem. I love it. But like when I go and get a haircut, I'm like coaching the person cutting my hair. I coach my waitresses. I'm like, you have really great, you know, such and such skills, right? Like that thing. When I go into meditations and see my shark, it's my business intellect, right? Cause it's that energy of never moving and all, cause they can't stop right? Like they're always moving in order to thrive. And so, um, I connect the shark to business, um, because then again, it's like, there's a lot of symbolism in there for me. I feel like that's true for you too. Um, where the shark gets a bad rap. Everyone thinks it's this like crazy 
killer that never stops, but it's not right. Like most of the time, shark attacks are an accident. They're not meaning to hurt humans. You know what I mean? Like that kind of a thing you it's, it's more, um, like wolves, how people are terrified of wolves, but wolves are actually really good for us and our society. So I would ask the shark, but it, it feels like, especially because you're so wrapped up in business right now with Andrew's stuff, I feel like that's why the shark, I would look into some, look into some symbolism and see what comes up for you. I just never agree with the shark symbolism usually. Yeah. It feels earlier, I was like, if Andrew just could light a tiny fire, just a baby mm-hmm. fire, I got like a semi load of gasoline, right? Like that's kind of the aggressive, I don't know if aggressive, but I'm like, let me pour gas on it. It feels like that. I think it'll be good for everyone, you know, going into this season, um, it just to just wipe aggressive off of your vocabulary. Yeah. It's all it's all action. We're not aggressive. We're action. We're activated. We're, you know, igniting. It's like, I don't know. I was just about to say something, but that's not true. I would say you never would call, you know, a bonfire aggressive, but I, I have actually, cause we get, we get super stupid with our bonfires. <laughs> like the one in September when we almost burned everyone's eyebrows off. We're like, Oh, back away, back away. Get the kids. You know, we're <laughs> super aggressive with our bonfires, but it's like a fire you're stoking on purpose. You want it to flame up. So like, don't worry about it being aggressive. Um, and not to like, bring too much business into it, but this is the number one thing. Whenever I coach people with doTERRA is no one ever brings enough fire. Everyone's always afraid of it because it's labeled as aggressive and it's labeled as aggression. You know what I mean? And like, people are afraid of that. Um, and so try a different definition. I would bet that's why the shark was there. Um, yeah. Um, I'm tech. Well, do you have, I do feel like there's a lot of animals coming back and like the angels are like, I'm going to show you an animal. So what is a good resource for animal symbolism? You, I know that's an annoying answer, but you like, because your angels speak to you in symbols, you understand right? So if you're really stuck and you don't have something that comes up, right, then then a good book is... Um, what about no. Ted Andrews' Animal Speak? Yeah, Animal Speak, that's the one I was going to say, that that's a good reference if you're going to, if you get stuck on something or you want a, a different perspective, right, like looking into a research like that, um, sometimes I'll just Google it real quick and see what the top five things are because they'll be different, you know? Um, but really remember that your angels and your spirit guides, they're trying to evoke an emotional response in you with the language you speak. So they're more likely to use something that you have, a uh, thought about, right? So like, um, when I'm trying to think of it like an example that might be universal. So like if um, you're in a meditation and a bear comes up, what are the first kind of things that you think of with a bear, right? Would be like, like something that would be global symbolism, like mama bear, protective, nurturing, right? Um, Scavengers, 
um, you know, whatever those like global things might be and think about where that shows up in your life. That's the best way to work with animal spirit is your personal connection to that. Like when in your life has this come up, what is your like overreaching experience with this particular thing? If it's something you've never seen before, then yeah, the animal speaks is the, probably the best one that's out there. Ooh, did you see that? Salt just popped in my candle and hit the wall. <laughs> it's so fun when that happens. Um, <laughs> I like the salt because it doesn't catch anything on fire. Have you guys noticed that when you're burning them, the salt, just as soon as it's away from the flame, it's not sparky anymore. All the drama, none of the, none of the damage. Could be my mantra as a married woman. Okay. So <laughs> sorry, I'm in, I'm in. I'm in a mood today. It's a good time. I don't know if everyone else feels like this, but the sun is out. So I'm all on. If you have anything you want to ask me, ask me, because I feel like I'm going to come out of my skin, but um, <clears throat> with excitement and stuff. So the, <laughs> um, one of the other things with the Pisces energy is remember it goes away tomorrow at 6 PM. We're in it. So even though the new moon is tomorrow, um, tonight is the night you're going to feel the feels. So tonight will be the night that you want to like get all your journaling done and, um, spend some time thinking about it tonight will be good night for it. Jen, I have a question about journaling. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some dark, dark doesn't describe how black it was in there for me. Like, no, it, I, I can see at night, you know, not like when I'm driving, but I can see in the dark, like in the house and, you know, I'm, but this was so black. There was no anything, nothing. I brought nothing with me for light, you know, I wasn't prepared for that level of blackness. It was. Yeah. Uh, and all I could do was stand there and some stuff came up for me that is so dark. So it's like, if I journal it, I immediately, immediately have to burn it. Cause if anyone finds that I'm, you know, like, yes. <laughs> which you, you'll want to do so that you have the safety to get it out. Right. Uh, yeah. That's, that's yeah. one of the things, um, with, some of the heart chakra stuff is that and I brought it up briefly in discord, the feelings buried alive, never die. Right. Mm -hmm. If it's in there like that, when you go into a meditation, it's always in there, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. always in there giving nuance to everything else going on in your life. Um, so getting it out and burning it is really important. But the first time I ever did this meditation that happened to me too, where it was pitch black and I could see like nothing. And I had a fairy whisper, your eyes are closed. <laughs> and I had to mm -hmm. open my eyes in the heart chakra energy. So uh -huh. maybe you can try it again when you feel like get everything out that came out because you weren't ready yet. You were still internal. And um, like next time, make sure that you energetically open your astral eyes because it's a connection that your, your psychic abilities, you have your psychic abilities closed which is a migraine thing too, right? We keep 
We keep talking about keep that. Talking Jenny about talked that. about that. I, I was still going to say that, meeting. but yeah, I, yeah. I was going to put those th- uh, those things together, and I was like, Pamela, psychic. <laughs> but I don't. Psychic. I I can't. It's like this. I don't understand what psychic means. I just yeah. don't. It's like it's like a. I hear it. And I just go, that's not me. I don't get that. I don't, I'm not smart enough for that. I don't know what that, I don't have spiritual connect. I don't get it. I'm like, this is, you guys are talking to the wrong person here. So, okay. Um, what, so what one way I want to explain just, it to you really quickly. Mm-hmm. So when, when you th- hear the word psychic, maybe just even just put that out of your mind. You are like, I'm trying, I don't know what your radio stations are anymore in Colorado, but like you are a radio station that has a tower somewhere. So like, you know, when you spin your dial on your radio and you go past static, you go past static and then you hit your station and it's immediately clear and you go to a station to the side and sometimes you can still hear the music, right? You're a radio station number. You have a frequency that has a tower somewhere that gives you direct things to put out into the world you're two dials off, right? That's what, that's all that means. You're like, a, okay. you're receptive and you've got a connection. You're just weren't taught, you know, like, and you can see it when you, when you're around children They're they just say stuff. They're not like, you know, they're like, oh yeah. You know, I was playing with my grandma today and their grandma's dead, you know, or, oh yeah, I was in, you know, I was in the backyard and the fairies and whatever, you know, they're just talking that's how we would all be right so like like we were in the woods yesterday and Cedric was like look at that portal over there and I said what did you just say <laughs> it was so weird he's 11 you know and he's like the portal over there in the woods do you see it and I looked and then all, I didn't see it at first but then through like a stand of trees there were these trees that had grown around each other and formed a circle and he was like I'm going to go through it. And he just took off running. I'm like, this is like the beginning of a sci-fi movie. I'm going to lose my son to the Fae. I'm going to have to bargain. Right. I was totally like, wait, ask permission. Cedric, you know, like I'm like <laughs> shouting into the, into the woods and he takes off. And then it was funny because he got into it and he turned, and he looked at me, he said, something makes me feel like I shouldn't go all the way through. I'm like, listen, okay, good picture come back but it was just funny because that's the kid but that's all of us we all have these hits and connections to everything we've just been taught you know as a kid if you if that would have happened to you somebody would have said that's not a portal it's just trees that's just you know and and so you you're like oh I need to turn off that channel then because it's wrong you know and then you turn your dial to the to the right a little bit more so you're and I think I think my religious background made me afraid of anything like this. I mean, all the warnings, you know, whether it's witchcraft or just a seer, you know, but you're like, wait, the, the, these guys in the old Testament had seers. How does that not like, yeah, go to church. They're the most unicorn people in the whole world. Right. They're just like, drinking the blood and eating the flesh and, and hymning and singing and dancing and clapping and Incense kneeling and the- standing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, yeah. this is witchcraft. It's all speaking witchcraft. Tongues, <laughs> which is what I used to do. Yeah. yeah. Speaking in tongues. That was intense. Yeah. But no, I think, I um, well, one thing that happened when I finally felt that 
that thing that is so I can't talk about it. And I'm like freaking out because this is, we're recording this. And I'm like, no, I can't. Oh. 